Hey everyone, Daishi Han Miller here, and we're here with our next episode of Kuden. What episode is this? It was just up. Is it 97? 97. Sorry. Just talking to James about having like all this stuff going on. I mean, we're just like, just like racing to make things happen. Uh, I don't know if anybody knows it, but uh, like coming out of uh, uh, that whole COVID shutdown and all that kind of stuff that affected us martial arts schools, uh, I was lucky if I had. I don't know, 10 or maybe 12 of my hardcore students left over after everybody decided that, uh, you know, they couldn't even train from their home virtually, right? So, which just goes to show most people won't train even if they don't have to leave their damn house, right? So anyway, um, but we um, uh, are just shy of five timesing. Timesing? <laughs> Whatever, right? Uh, five times as high. So, um, cool. Um, but anyway... Uh, so, uh, you guys read the stuff about, uh, about what we're doing. And for those of you who didn't, uh, you know, I don't know, you selected this, uh, this episode at random. Uh, what we're going to be talking about, uh, during this one, uh, continuing on with this whole journey and path and lessons that I got from my, uh, uh from my martial arts teachers. Uh, we're going to focus on, um, success and, and those kind of things, right? And, and some, some timeless lessons that have been passed along, right? Um, and what I'm going to leave you with for just a moment until I get back is, uh, the reality, uh, this is one of those eye opening kind of things that I had, uh, coming up in the art and, um, just was one of those punch in the face kind of moments from a teacher, uh, from, uh, from this ancient philosophy that, that comes along with this stuff. Uh, and it's the fact that we're all successful, right? Everybody wants to be successful, uh, but the reality that we're already there. Maybe just not the way we want to be, but we're going to look at why and how to take control of the process and get where we want to be uh, as soon as I come back. So the big question is this, how are self-defense and success-minded people like us, concerned citizens worried about protecting ourselves, our loved ones, and the things we care about from the monsters we know exist in the world? How do we train in a way that gives us the skills, knowledge, and understanding we need without becoming paranoid fighters or killers ourselves? and yet still allows us to be the hero protector the world needs us to be? That's the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Jeffrey Miller, and welcome to Kuden Radio, real training for real people in a real world. Fantastic. All right. James, was the sound okay all the way through that? Uh-oh. James might be having internet connection problems. All right, so um, not good to my techie is having tech problems. <laughs> anyway, all right, so uh, let's jump into this, shall we? Uh, got some folks signing on and, uh, and, and doing well, so uh, James will let me know if anybody has any questions along the way. Uh, but um, here's this thing, right? I've, I've watched this for decades, right? Um, you know, when, when this art first got introduced in the Western world, and we're talking very late, uh, 70s, 78, 79, um, kind of, right? And then full on 80, that kind of thing, right? Early 80s, uh, that kind of thing, right? Um, I got involved in, in, uh, 80, late 80, early 81. Um, like all these lessons, right, were coming in from Atsumi uh, 
you know, through Stephen Hayes and, and some other teachers that I was working with, but uh, through articles and and uh, you know seminars and, and lessons and whatnot. This is this is before the videos came out, right? VHS, right? Old guys, remember VHS, right? Um, long before that stuff came out. Uh, I remember I was I was stationed with the, the, the United States Army in what was then West Germany when the first uh, videos came out, right? So we're looking at 86-ish, something like that, right? So, uh, but all the lessons, right? I mean, not just to say wrote about the, this stuff, he spoke about it, um, and we would have these, these different lessons uh, if you, you know, for those who aren't so averse, right? Uh, if you read uh, the first book that Stephen Hayes had published uh, while he was still training, uh, in Japan, right? Uh, the Ninja and the Secret Fighting Art. Uh, it was published by Tuttle, for anybody that cares. Um, uh, he, it's, it's almost in story form as he went through these different lessons and, and things like that. It's like a first-person account, right? And uh, the kind of lessons that were taught, and of course, you know, that was passed on to us. Uh, but the kind of lessons that, that went way beyond just like blocking, punching, kicking, that kind of martial arty kind of thing, and had to do with personal personal success and empowerment and and that side of the ninja's arts, right? Um, that's the kind of stuff that that I was I'm going to use the word bathed in, right? Because we got it all the time, right? Uh, I remember uh, uh, an article that I saw that had to do with um, really taking control of things and and uh, even Hatsumi Sensei said, right? Uh, we we have a duty, right, to uh, to be wealthy, to be powerful, right? Because that's the only way you're going to, to accomplish certain types of goals, right? To be able to help the greatest number of people. Um, but there was this, this analogy I remember um, from one of the lessons that was, um, you know, imagine uh, James Bond, right? Showing up uh, to take out the, the bad guy, right? But he's crawling stiff and all that kind of stuff, Right out of the back seat of a Greyhound bus, right? Instead of taking a flight and getting there quickly or whatnot, but he shows up, right? Tux, to, tux is all rumpled, or maybe you're not even wearing a tux, right? His t-shirt and jeans and whatnot, right? Hopping off, trying to look suave and debonair, right? In a holy t-shirt and jeans or a rumpled tux, right? Just spent, you know, better part of a week on a bus, right? Because he decided to take things the cheap way. And, um, He's already late for the bad guy. The bad guy's already moved off to some other secret island. So, uh, you know, imagine that kind of thing, right? Everybody dreams about being this superhero ninja character, right? The guy that, or the girl that can handle anything, right? That, that can defend against anything, that can, that can survive or overcome or meet any challenge. But they're loaded with tons of excuses as to why they can't, right? So, and I'm not going there. I'm not, I'm not psychoanalyzing anybody. I know I'm going to ruffle a bunch of feathers. I can already see that the, the, uh, the uh, count of, of folks that are, that are signed on and whatnot, that'll start to go down, right? Because nobody wants to hear this stuff, right? What they want to hear is the same thing that we were told when we were kids, right? You could be anything you want to be, right? Which is the biggest piece of shit lie, right? And they meant well, right? But it's, it's a crap lesson. You cannot be anything you want to be. Right? It's, 
we, we have aptitude, we have attitude, we have whether or not we're lazy and wanting to do something and wanting to be something. It's completely different from whether or not you're actually going to accomplish that with the plan or the non-plan or the actions or activities that you're taking, right? The lesson should have been, you can be anything you want to be if you learn what you need to learn, you're willing to do what you need to do, you don't hang around with deadhead, piece of shit friends, whatever, right? You, there's, there's elements and things that must be done to recreate those kind of things, right? And as one of my mentors said, uh, likes to say, success leaves clues, right? But right along with the you can be anything you want to be, we were also taught, uh, you know, to think certain ways about people with money. Isn't that ironic, right? People want to be successful, right? But we were taught that successful people are POSs and all kinds of things, right? So there's like this disconnect, right? So here's this thing, right? There are all these lessons that were that were that were passed on to Hatsumi Sensei, right? About success and about you know all these things, but 90% or better of the practitioners of this art are acting on maybe 10% of the training, right? I mean, if we, if we just, let's, let's just for a moment take a look at the Kuji, right? These mystical hand signs and cuts and things like that, right? The Kuji is actually a subset of Mikyo, right? This esoteric mind science uh, kind of training and whatnot that a lot of my students are involved in. It's a subset, and it's a subset specifically for warriors, right? Supposedly passed down or given to, to mankind uh, by this uh, deity, Marishi Ten, the guardian uh, uh, bodhisattva or guardian uh, deity or whatever of, uh, of for warriors, right? And the nine, the nine syllables, right, uh, are actually nine syllables in a sentence, right? But either way, right? If we, if we look at these and we break them down, what we can see that is that, that the first three, the first set of three are physical in nature, right? They have to do with, uh, power, strength, confidence, those kind of things, right? Uh, they have to do with, um, uh, energy and the ability to, to preserve it, to ration it, to, to create it, those kind of things. And they have to do with health, right? Uh, healing, health, keeping myself in good shape, recovering from uh, illness, whatever, right? The second set um, is mental, right? Um, and, and how we can understand more about ourselves, our world, the connection between the two, those kind of things. And then the, the, the last three are what people might conventionally call spiritual, um, not religious, right? Um, ultimately, all this stuff is mental because uh, anything that's spiritual or higher order, or whatever, ultimately starts, right, um, you know, in, on the physical plane. But what I mean um, by mental is and spiritual are things that it's experiential, right? And it's not things that we think of as a left brain learning kind of thing, right? Um, actually, everybody started working on Kuji 1, right, when they started training the martial arts the rolling and all that kind of stuff, because that strength and power and flex, or not power, power is number two, strength and flexibility and physical uh, prowess and those kind of things, right? Uh, that's all part of being. But also part of being, right, this first Kuji, is uh, 
mental and uh, spiritual as well in that uh, you've got physical strength, right? You have mental fortitude, right? I'm capable of putting up with whatever comments, uh, mental attacks, verbal stuff or whatever that somebody wants to throw at me, right? Um, I am uh, a learned person, right? Not just, I'm saying I, but I'm, I'm speaking for all of us, right? Um, in the personal uh, first person kind of thing, right? Where I'm a learned person, uh, this is like the eighth gate, right? Of the Nijno Hachimon, right? Nijno Kyomon, right? So I, I study things, I learn things. Uh, I, I don't just like read headlines and then develop beliefs about whatever, or I, I'm cautious as much as possible, right? Uh, to not fall into the trap of um, confirmation bias, right, where all the research I do is all based on my belief system anyway, or the type of personality that I've developed and nurtured, and that's what's driving, right? So anything that's in conflict with that, I don't want to do that, so I'll, I'll condemn those, right? Uh, it's kind of like, and unfortunately, some of them are friends. Uh, every once in a while, when political things flare up or whatever, these are... Very, very peaceful people, spiritual people and whatnot, but have outward, outwardly condoned assault on everything from political figures to other people that, you know, don't hold the same views or whatever, right? So we're all spiritual and we don't attack anybody and we're all inclusive and all that kind of stuff um, unless they don't hold my same views, in which case then I'm okay with like, you know, throwing shit on them or beating them or whatever, right? Um, I, I'm just not, a, anyway, so, but what I mean is mental fortitude, right? I can put up with crap, right? I mean, if you understand the, the three aspects of a ninja, you know where I'm going with this, right? And then the spiritual side of things, um, th there's this, um, this firm commitment and resolve that this thing that I want, this will be so. This is, um, so it's, it's strength of body, it's strength of mind, it's strength of spirit. Um, not, you know, um, I've developed, uh, self-defense techniques, but if you call me names or I get into a challenging situation that's going to either make me afraid or make me angry, then what I'm going to do is I'm going to beat your ass to make you go away. All right. That's okay. So you got physical skills, but you're not able to handle. And again, I'm using the word you and your and, and things like that um, as a blanket kind of thing because we're all enlightened, right? I mean, that's so I don't want to trigger anybody uh, unless you're my personal student, in which case James knows I will trigger the shit out of you because that's the only way we're going to get to resolve and high self-esteem and confidence and all those is if you can handle challenges. And one of those biggest challenges is to get over your own bullshit, right? That's it's just the way it is, right? So... Uh, but anyway, right, we're going to handle those kind of things, and then we can move on to power and, and health and healing and all that. Because you know, if, if we're not able to handle challenges or we're making mountains out of a molehill and all that, we will make ourselves ill. We will make ourselves uh, sick. Uh, as far as I'm concerned, it's very, very difficult to do uh, the power generation and the, uh, the health and healing side of things if we ourselves are not strong and resilient. Right. Mentally, physically and emotionally. It's it's not possible. Right. It just becomes this this. I don't know. Woo woo exercise in uh, look at me and look how spiritual and look how enlightenment enlightened I am. It's just a super ego kind of kind of thing or just it's just more game playing. Right. 
But anyway, right? So hospices, they got all this stuff, right? And then a bunch of us just got, you know, thrown up on <laughs> with all this stuff, right? Uh, and I say that because we didn't run away. We didn't go away. We didn't, um, you know. But anyway, um, as is the course of all things, eventually what ends up happening is fewer and fewer people are doing those things. And um, some folks... Um, it's not about the lessons that were passed down through the Amatsu Tatata or any of these other uh, scrolls or whatever that came in with the with the lineages like Yoko school or whatever. Um, there, there ends up being this deviation because, you know, spiritual, spiritual, right? And I'm not here to, 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 to call anything for anybody, right? I, I believe that it's all important and it's all necessary. But we're here tonight to talk about success. Because, again, this was an important part of my path. I don't know about you, but um, I did have people, they weren't parents, they were grandparents, that told me I could be anything that I, I wanted to be, right? Um, well, on one side, uh, my Jewish grandparents, so they were the guilt and kick you in the ass, right, to move you forward kind of thing, right? It's not done yet. Kind of thing, but I, I did get those lessons, right? About, you know, you can be anything you want. We love you just the way you are. Love conquers all, which is another bullshit phrase, right? Um, I have yet to see love stop a bullet, right? And this, I'm not, this doesn't make me pessimistic. This doesn't make me nihilistic, right? Um, at best, it makes me realistic, but, um, I want you to think about the things that we were taught, right? That if you really look at them, if you really peel things away and you get rid of the fluff and stuff, what you find is that people that took things at face value, they believed it, right? Uh, but they weren't taught by super successful people. Uh, they weren't taught by, um, you know, high ranking masters, meditation or martial, right? Or whatever, right? Uh, they weren't success based people. Um, Success-based people teach their kids different lessons, right? Um, anyway, so what, what we find is that there's a lot of folks, right? I find, right? There's a lot of folks that really want to do this stuff. They really want to be successful. They want to, they want to I don't care if it's just having a black belt and needed to or whatever it is, right? They want to do this stuff, but they're banging their heads against the wall. They're, they're, they're swimming upstream, because they don't realize how much smoke has been blown by people who also have the philosophy that you can't have your cake and eat it too kind of thing, right? And I know I've mentioned this before, and I'm not trying to beat a dead horse, but to get where we want to go, we, one, we have to understand that there's things that we've learned that we've got to drop. We have to let go of, Okay. There's people that we've surrounded ourselves with, right? That you're either going to have to limit your time with or you're going to have to get your head on straight so that you can hang out with them and be okay, right? Or you're going to have to, you're going to have to drop them, right? Um, and I know how hard that is to, 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 to digest, right? Uh, but again, you know, Look at your five closest friends or the five closest people that you hang out with, right? I'm not telling you to not love them or anything like that, but I want you to recognize that you're the average of those five, right? You're, you're, you're same mindset and all that, right? So even if we can't see ourselves clearly, 
right? Our misgivings, our misunderstandings or whatever, and our ability to move forward, maybe the expedient would be to look at them and to ask yourself the hard question. Can they, with what they do and how they talk and how they operate and, and the habits they have and all that kind of stuff, can they get where you want to go? Right? Because if the answer is no, you're the average of them, right? So something's got to give, right? And that might, that give might be stop trying to do this stuff, right? Because some people, in all honesty, are just not worth, they're not, it's not about being worth it. They're not, they're not willing to do the work, right? They're, they're not going to make it. Okay. 80% easily are not going to make it right? because they won't do what it takes, right? Um, they've bought the, they, they drank a Kool-Aid and they, they believe that, you know, um, successful people are shit, right? And, or they believe that they're a victim or they, whatever, right? So what, what's really necessary is that we, we get a handle on this, on this, this process, right? Um, and I'm a walking, talking example of it. And by the way, I'm nowhere close to where I want to be. Okay. But I am miles, I am light years beyond where I was when I first started. And my teachers, um, sometimes gently suggested, sometimes forcefully nudged and other times kicked me in the ass, right? To get me to make a decision that would either Accept my circumstances and my quote unquote fate, or that would move me in the direction that I wanted to go. Okay. And James, have you noticed that like people jump on and then jump off and whatnot? And they must, they must think that we're like, you know, demonstrating martial arts techniques or whatever. I don't think most people get the idea what Kuden is. Kuden is heart to heart teacher to student, uh, lessons that are not in the scrolls and whatnot. It's just, it's experiential stuff and it's the stuff that uh, can only be conveyed that way, right? Because um, books don't work. Documentaries don't work. Videos don't work. If they work, we shit. Everybody be enlightened. Everybody be successful. But they don't work, okay? Just like all these other friggin' adages that people use. They don't work either, right? So if love was it, holy crap, Mother Teresa would have friggin' saved the world a long time ago. Right. Although my understanding, because I have a couple of friends that moved in those circles and whatnot and met Mother Teresa. When Mother Teresa was trying to raise money, right, for those poor kids. <laughs> she was not the person you saw in the news. <laughs> More like the Fudo guys and stuff with the flames and, and everything. Right. Because, um, you know, you got to do what you got to do and highly driven people are willing to make the tough decisions. So anyway, um, let me, let me, I'm going to bring this thing uh, back up again here, this little slide, right? Okay. So uh, we're, we're going to get right past the overlooked stuff because, you know, I'm not going to dwell on that stuff, right? People will either look past things or they will, you know, your teacher could, could grab you, shake you and tell you what you absolutely have to do. But if you're not willing to do that, then, you know, you can go about your business. It's kind of like that red pill, blue pill kind of thing from the matrix, right? Take this pill, right? Show you how deep the rabbit hole goes. Or you can take this pill, go back to sleep, wake yourself, wake up tomorrow morning and tell yourself whatever the hell you want to tell yourself. And people do that all the time. 
right? They'll walk away from a teacher that was giving them lessons and that pe- that teacher sucked. They didn't teach me the right way. They didn't teach me what I wanted to uh, learn. Uh, you didn't, they didn't teach you what you want to hear either, right? Or whatever. The, people do the same thing with churches and ministers and whatnot, right? Um, they self-proclaim themselves as God, but then they can't justify, no matter how much they try, right? Because it all comes across as bullshit. Um, they can't justify why they're not producing perfect results. So if your bullshit's not bullshit, why do you not have what you want to have? Why are you not where you want to be? And why are you not able to produce the kind of things you want to produce? Well, the powers that be. Yeah, but you're perfect. You can't blame the powers that be that are sabotaging your stuff if you're perfect. If you have all the answers, you should be able to wipe the, the ground with the powers that be. You should be one of the powers that be. See, so it's part of the BS, right? And trust me, I had a lot of uphill climbing to do, right? I could have, uh, yeah, anyway. So uh, what I want to talk about this time, uh, th- this episode, right, is this idea of these these triple secrets. But if you're on the video, right, if you're on the video side of things, if, you, if you're if you listening on uh, Stitcher Radio or Apple Podcast or any of these other uh, audio-only kind of things, uh, I'm going to recommend that you go online and you do a search uh, for a Sanko, but I'm going to give you a couple of other words, right? So it could be Mikyo, M-I-K-K-Y-O, and then Sanko, right? Or uh, Vajrayana, V-A-J-R-A-Y-A-N-A, and uh, a Sanko, or uh, it might be uh, a, a three-pointed Vajra, or any of those search terms, right? Um, and what you're going to find, they, they have these meditation devices, right? It's called a Vajra. It means diamond thunderbolt. And it's a representation of truth. And you'll find them uh, one-pointed, two-pointed, three-pointed, four-pointed, five-pointed, uh, eight-pointed, nine-pointed. Uh, and then there's ones that cross, uh, look like a Roman cross kind of thing that could be uh, three-pointed, nine-pointed, five-pointed. Whatever, right? They all have different meanings, right? But I'm, I'm focusing on this three-pointed one uh, today. And if you can't find the picture at the moment, another expedient, uh, and you're not looking at the picture uh, that's on the screen in front of you if you're not on the video, right? That's a that's a sanko, right? So there's there are these three points, right? There's ones at the top and ones at the bottom. And this, you might find it where it's horizontal or whatever. It doesn't matter. What matters is you got three points on one side, three points on the other. As an expedient for those of you listening on audio, let me get rid of this for the guys on video. Right, if listening on audio, then what I'm going to have you picture is a three-pronged fork, right? Three-pronged fork could be a hay baling fork or it could be just a, an eating fork or whatever. But instead of four or five tines on it um, or, or prongs, right, uh, it has three, okay? And so now you can, envision, you can envision this fork, right? But on the other side of the handle where it would just be this blunt end, I want you to picture the same thing. So it's a double-sided three-pronged fork, okay? Um, all these visor are this way. Well, almost all, right? So uh, what, what this Sanko represents is it's the symbolic representation of enlightened success, okay? So it represents this Sanmitsu, right? The ninja's Sanmitsu, right? Sanmitsu uh, in Japanese, San is three, and Mitsu um is a, a word for success, or not success, I'm sorry, secrets, okay? So sanmitsu, triple secrets, right? It's a triple secrets of success, of success right? And how to be successful, right? And what it 
what it represents if you if you look at one one set of those three points, right? One end, right? Um, one of those represents thought, one represents word, and one represents deed. Okay. Um, I need to dive into these a little bit because it's not thought as in thinking. It's not just word, right? Like word to your mother. No, not that. It's not just uh, talking, right? Um, and deed is action, but it's not always just what you do with your body kind of thing, right? So, uh, and, and I know some people get caught up in the dumbest shit, like, you know, well, which one is which? Like, if I told you which one was thought, which one was word, and which one was deed, does that make any difference if you're not going to do it at all? It doesn't matter, right? Assign them. whatever, Whichever one you think is thought, word, and deed is fine. It's not about that. What you'll notice is that, let me bring, the, bring up this picture again for the guys on video, and if, you're, if you found one online or whatever, what you'll see is that, like, the two outer prongs point in at a point right in front of or at the point of the center one that, come, that comes up the middle, right? So if, you, if you're envisioning a fork and, and, you know, visualize the two outer prongs being turned in, right? So that they point at the spot where the, where the middle one is pointing, right? So they'll point together, right? And the way to tell the difference between a, between a Tibetan version, right, of these uh, uh, thunderbolts, right, these, these uh, Vajra or these... Uh, uh, coal, right? Uh, and a Japanese version is the Tibetan versions all come together. They all touch. The Japanese do not. Okay. So quick little expedient, not that it matters, uh, especially for those of you who aren't going to study it anyway, right? But it's the idea behind the lessons. Okay. So this is the channeling of thought, word, and deed in the same direction. Okay. So, and here's the thing, right? Uh, a lot of people are not successful because they don't channel these things, right? Um, their thought or their intention, their resolve um, isn't there. I mean, if we just simplify it and we go, well, they've got a goal, right? But they don't keep their mind on that goal all the time until it's achieved, right? It's not front and center. It's not, it's not the thing that consumes their passion, energy, focus, direction, or whatever, right? They work on it, well, you know, whenever, Okay, um, it's just not there, right? It's it's like the the pie in the sky dreamers, right? They got this dream, right? I want to be rich. I want to be a black belt. I want to be a black belt in ninjutsu, right? I want to I want to train in ninjutsu or whatever, right? But I don't got a plan, and they're not doing anything to make it happen, right? So it's just this thing, right? They might occasionally jump on forums or Facebook pages or whatever and call other people names or gossip or whatever, but they've got this want, they've got this desire, but there's no plan. There's barely any focus on it at all anyway, right? Because if they were focused on it all the time, people would get tired of them because that's all they would talk about. That's all they'd be doing. That's all they'd be focused on, right? It's really easy to see what somebody is really all about, okay? Just... Give me a short amount of time with, with somebody and I'll know whether or not they're really all about the thing they say they're all about. Okay. So uh, I'll take this thing away again now. Anyway, um, so it's the channeling of thought, word, and deed, right? So some people, they've got these dreams, right? Or they've got this intent or whatever, right? They've got this want, desire, whatever you want to call it, right? Um, but it's like pie in the sky dreaming, right? They're just, 
you know, it's it's just it's just this nebulous kind of thing. I want, I want, I want. That'd be cool. Uh, wouldn't it be great if? Oh, it'd be awesome. Oh man. But what are you doing about it? Well, you see, like my mom won't let me. Oh, that's not a mom. That's a wife. Yeah, my wife won't let me. Uh, uh, I, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't make enough money. Um, well, get a different job that pays you more money. Well, see, you don't understand because, like, you know, uh, there's no jobs out there. <laughs> really? <laughs> We're coming out of a pandemic. <laughs> the new pandemic is. There's all these freaking jobs and nobody wants to work, right? So anybody tells me that in this day and age right now, what the pandemic has exposed is not how weak the human body is. The pandemic has exposed how willing people are to sit back, talk a bunch of shit, and do absolutely nothing as long as they're getting paid for it. That's what it's exposed. Okay? It's, all, it's exposed the fact that people are not prepared for challenges, and they don't want to be, Right? They want somebody that's in place of mommy and daddy taking care of stuff when boo-boos happen. That's what they want. Okay. So, and then they want to call names to the people that are doing it and proving them wrong. So whatever. Anyway, so, uh, so there's thought, right? So that's one part of success, right? But then there's this word, right? It's, it's really about everything from the spoken word to planning to how you communicate, to the to the way you communicate, to the way you express things, but it also has to do with with internal speech as well, right? It doesn't have to be out, right? There's actually uh, this is in in, in Sanskrit. Uh, this is called um, in, actually in Japanese it's called mantra, right? Um, uh, no, in, in Japanese it's called jumon. In in Sanskrit it's called mantra, right? So these spoken words, right? Everybody thinks about woo woo stuff and all that, but there's actually five different types of mantra. Right. There's the spoken where I'm spoke, I'm speaking the words and I'm thinking about uh, the thing. Right. And the more emotion and, that, and that's the big thing with with all this. Right. The more emotionally charged it is, the more passionate and committed and, I, and whatnot I can be, whether you're doing positive affirmations or you're doing uh, a mantra or whatever. It doesn't matter. Right. The more charged it is. Right. Words by themselves do absolutely nothing. They're a left brain, static, stale, nothing. Right. They need to be charged. Okay. The more highly emotively charged they are, the better they're going to work. Okay. Because now it's experiential. Right. Um, but they're these words. Right. So, but it could be plans. Right. So we think about people that are, that are not successful. Uh, lots of plans. Right. They, they have a really vague goal, right? I want to be rich or I want to have a black belt or whatever. But what they do is they jump around from plan to plan to plan to plan, right? So let's just say it's a, a ninja to black belt, right? So they, they got this guy's program, right? this instructor's program. Oh, man, look at all the stuff that came with it. It's awesome, right? And But now they, they're not doing anything with it or, um, well, maybe they bought the wrong plan because they, they know that they needed guidance, but they, they bought the do-it-yourself thing because look at all the toys it came with, right? Um, so, you know, they're missing certain things or whatever, right? Uh, or they, they sign up at a school or whatever, right? But here's the plan. Here's the stuff you have to do. Oh, see, there's that rolling stuff that's in there, and there's that. That stuff that's in there, yeah. See, I don't want to do that stuff. No. Okay. So can I? Can I? Can I still get my rank? But can I? Can I not? You know, because you know, I really don't want to, right? Can I? Can I? Can I? Can I? Right. One of the best thing my teachers ever did was tell me, "No, you can't not do that." Right. I remember coming out of a broken arm thing one time, and um, I was going to be testing for second Q, and um, 
vaulting. See, we moved vaulting, right, handsprings to a different level because uh, people weren't even practicing their friggin' rolling and leaping, right? So, but anyway, vaulting, that was pre-black belt for me, right? And um, I'm like uh, getting ready to test for this thing. I'm at a seminar and I go up to my teacher and I'm like, this thing just came out of a cast and, you know, whatever. Um, can I like show you this some other time, right? And he goes, yeah, no, right? You're just going to have to do your vaulting one-handed. Because if somebody like shoves you back over a couch or a chair or something like that and your body's going to go back and over, you're going to have to do it. You have to figure it out. So you're either going to have to do it one handed or you're going to have to do it two handed where one it's hand and then it's the forearm kind of thing. But either way, you're going to have to, uh, you're going to have to, to make it work. Okay. Fair enough. Okay. There's the standard, right? And again, I could have done red pill, blue pill. Well, I don't like his answer. So I could do what a bunch of uh, martial arts uh, students, including in this art, did uh, did a lot. Here are the standards. Well, see, but I got this friend who's a black belt that says I only have to do this uh, to get that same rank. So, yeah, I'm, I'm going to go train with him. Okay. Wish you well. Fantastic. Okay. Because it's the nature of human beings. If we can find an easier route to get to what it is that we want, we're going to do that thing. Okay. Not going to allow it. That's not going to develop us to the kind of uh, degree that we need to be able to overcome challenges, but we're all about that. Okay. So if you don't believe me, um, next time you're going to go to the convenience store or you're going to go to the drive up window, or you're going to go to the fast food restaurant, or you're going to go to the all in one department store, where I can get clothing and food and medicine and, and, and tell me that human beings don't gravitate in that direction. Okay. So anyway, right. So there's lots of, there's people that like one plan, another plan, you know, somebody's trying to be wealthy or whatever. They don't, they don't care, right? I want to have a lot of money. Well, okay. Um, what, what do you want to do? Well, I don't care. Right. Anything that's going to get me there. Right. Uh, it could be alligator wrestling and farming this week. It could be, um, you know, uh, Panhandling or not panhandling. Well, it could be, right? <laughs> could be, uh, panning for gold next week. It could be, you know, whatever, right? Um, they really don't care, right? But they're just going to jump and jump. And what ends up happening is they get the plan and uh, that's hard work, man. Holy shit. Uh, so they jump to the next plan and that's, you know, so all they're doing is buying into the marketing, right? You do this quickly and easily. And uh, relatively speaking, I can help you get someplace more quickly and easily than, uh, just trying to reinvent the wheel and do it yourself. But, um, never said this was easy. I did say it was going to be worth it, but never, I never told any of my students this was going to be easy, right? The trick is to go through the training that's going to be hard. So when the challenges pop up, that's your ability to handle it. So it's going to be easy. Okay. But easy training doesn't produce easy solutions. It doesn't. Okay. And then you got people that are running around doing a bunch of stuff. Right. They're imitating this guy or that guy or they're working hard. Right. Um, you know, um, going to class a lot, whatever. But they're not putting any there's no plan. There's no rhyme or reason. Right. The training two hours a day, you know, whatever. Right. But there's no there's no structure and there's no, you know, I'm just I'm just here. Here's the stuff I'm training with. OK, but what's the end result? What do you want to be able to do? See, and then we're back to vagueness again. Well, I'll be able to whoop ass. No matter what comes at me, I want, okay, give me some for instances of what's coming at you because that's part of the plan. 
Okay? So either way, right? So this three-prong sanko, right? It's thought, word, and deed. And the, the secret is that they all have to be pointing in the same direction, right? I, the, the dream, the goal, the intent, whatever it is, right, has to be, it has to be like all my focus has to be on that, right? It's that single-pointed focus, right? And then my my the way I'm talking and who I'm talking to and what I'm talking about and the plan and all that is all directed toward getting that, making that real in the world. I mean, it's going to go from dream to reality. And here's the plan. And I tell everybody that I can possibly tell about this stuff because I never know who might be able to help me, right? And and besides that, right? This also helps to to magnetize my world. Okay, do you understand magnetism, right? Um, opposites attract, likes repel. Okay, so, uh, but if I'm, I'm talking about this stuff all the time, people that don't want to hear it are going to go away from me. And people that are interested in that kind of thing or interested in helping or have the ability to help me or have done that, been there, done that, and here's here's some advice and all that kind of stuff, they're going to be attracted to me. Okay, so this is an opposites kind of thing, right? People that are opposite of the person I'm trying to be, they're going to go away. Right? This is not an opposites attract thing. This is a like attracts. Okay? The ones that are not like, they're going to self-select, right? These people are going to gravitate in, right? So, but I'm going to put it out there. And it doesn't matter to me who goes, who stays, or whatever. I mean, ultimately, my life's going to be better because those who stay are attracted to that kind of thing, right? And that kind of power and that kind of success and, and whatnot, right? So, uh, but I, I, I don't I don't care as much in the beginning because... My subconscious mind hears the words. It hears what I'm saying. Okay. It doesn't matter who else is listening to me. What matters in the beginning is that I'm listening to me. Okay. This is a big thing in Mikyo, right? See the things that you need to see. Make it happen. Put yourself into those situations where you're going to see the things that you need to see. Hear the things that you need to hear. If you can't find a group to get into where these people are talking the way you need to hear, then you say it. Okay? If you don't have anybody around who's telling you that, you know, you're, uh, you're a powerful person, right? You attract, um, power and abundance and, 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 um, and value and whatnot. You, if you, if you can't find a group to be in that tells you those kind of things, you say it. That's what positive affirmations are all about, which I'll be talking about here um, shortly, because you don't need to jump into into Mikio. And sometimes this this um, this uh, stuff can be so foreign that it sounds cool when we're doing it, but it's not having the effect that we need, right? So I'll talk about that stuff in a minute, right? Um, but you, and then the, the experiences you need to have. Right in in martial arts, right in our in our budo, the experiences we need to have is resistance against our techniques. Right, it needs w w unless we get through that, we will never know how crappy our stuff is 
And the last place you want to find that out is when Joe Cool Bad Guy is punching your teeth down your throat or punching your throat out of the back of your neck or whatever, right? So you get it handled, right? Anyway, so so the, these these three prongs, right? Thought, word, and deed. They're supposed to be all channeled in the same direction, right? Here's another secret. Let me bring that Sanko back up again. And again, hopefully you're either envisioning your double-sided three-pronged fork or you've done your little search and you've brought up a three-pronged uh, Dorje. Dorje is Tibetan. Vajra is Sanskrit. Kol. Uh, 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 they're, they're called different things, right? Shoko is a single-pointed. Niko, double-pointed. Sanko, three, get it, right? Goko, um, five-pointed. But anyway, uh, you have this uh, this thunderbolt kind of thing, right? So this three-pointed thing, right? So if you're still on, you're still watching. Let's call the top the side, right? The, the one that's at the top there next to my <laughs> 25, 30-year-old face. <laughs> that's a couple of that's a couple of weeks ago, right? Uh, so I'm, I'm a little bit uh, grayer and a little bit thicker and whatnot. Anyway, so one side of this is positive. Remember the yin yang, right? It's positive. It's positive success. See the other side? That's thought word indeed too. That's the negative side. The secret embedded in these Vajra is that everybody's successful. Okay? Not everybody's positively successful. The negative side is negatively channeled thought word indeed. Okay? So this is even worse than scattered. This is accidental success. This is, I have the thoughts I have, I have the words I have, and I have the actions that I have that all speak of a certain type of person. They, they will produce what they produce. So if I don't think I'm very valuable, or if I've accepted my lot in life, or that I think I'm a victim, or I pick really shitty goals to aim for, right? They're really low-level kind of stuff, right? And just, you know, I'm willing to accept whatever. Right. And my word patterns, right, are negative. Right. I'd really like to do that, but knowing my luck or, you know, I'd really like to do that, but I got this problem. I got that problem. I got that problem. Or I'm wasting my time. Right. Um, the goal is to feel like I'm all that in a bag of freaking microwave popcorn. But I spend my time on forums or Facebook groups or whatever, gossiping and slandering people and going around bullshit or whatever, right? Um, and my actions, right, are laying on the couch or I've got scattered training routines that are not really focused on any kind of outcome other than mastering the monkey moves or whatever, right? That produces a certain type of person, okay? The, the, one of the analogies that I use for my Miko students is if I... If I if I feel bored, right? If I believe that I'm bored, if I believe that there, oh God, there's nothing to do, right? I can't find anything to do, whatever, right? Kind of lost, I'm lonely, whatever, right? And then I'm I either say, right, words like there's nothing to do, I wish there was stuff to do in this penny ante piss ass town, there's nothing to do, um, or maybe it's non it's it's verbal, but it's non left brain intellectual kind of stuff. So it's these, uh, uh, whatever, right? You know, the, the bored teenager kind of sound, right? 
and my body is slumped and slouched or I'm kicked back in a chair and I'm like, oh, my head's just dropped off to the side and all that kind of stuff, right? If So if I think I'm bored, if I speak like I'm bored and I carry my body like I'm bored, congratulations, you're fucking successfully bored. Yeehaw, right? If I think I'm a victim and the world or the man or whatever is out to get me and nobody will, will give me a leg up or whatever, right? And I talk like I'm a victim, right? It's his fault, her fault, she shit, right? He probably screwed people over to get what he has and you don't understand because you were born with it, you know, whatever, right? Um, and I don't take any action that moves me in that direction because or the only action I take is surfing around the internet, watching YouTube videos or whatever, but I don't get off my unhappy, lazy ass and actually do stuff, then congratulations. You're successfully a victim. You're a victim of not being able to do needed to. You're a victim of whatever, right? Congratulations, right? You didn't even need the woke um, uh, uh, ideological points that people get these days for how much of a victim they are. Right. So the secret in this thing is that everybody's successful. Where are you channeling your energy? Where are you channeling your thoughts? How are you channeling your words or your plans or your lack of? How are you channeling your actions? Okay. It's all there. Right. And the whole idea behind this stuff, right? The whole idea behind the lessons and what was passed to Hatsumi Sensei, what was passed to me, right? Uh, and not just through this venue either, right? I mean, this comes to me from other uh, success uh, uh, coaches and, and call them gurus, call them whatever you want, right? Teachers and mentors and whatnot that I've had in a whole bunch of different areas of my life. The lesson's the same, right? The lesson is absolutely the same, right? And the lesson is you either what you choose to be or you are exactly what you've allowed yourself to become. And what this comes down to is a choice between living accidentally or living intentionally. Right? Intentionally is hard. Just telling you right off the bat. It's hard. Because you are going to be swimming in a world of people that half-ass it, try to cheat it, think they're doing it intentionally, but they're willing to screw over other people to get it. Right? Or they, they're just accidentally, 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 but they like to talk like they're all that in a bag of friggin' chips. Right? It's not easy. It's not easy being green. <laughs> I think that was a Kermit the Frog thing. Anyway, sorry. All right. So, um, you know, so, but there's a process, right? Uh, I remember going to seminars early on with my teacher. My, one of my first teachers in the art. And so there'd be these like little meditation things, little visualizations, right? Like you'd have us close our eyes and think about the fact that we're here, right? We, we're we here at this seminar. So this was like a Friday night kind of thing. Um, I'm going to be doing this at uh, uh, one of my seminars coming up. Um, so you're there, right? And then what you're going to do is you're going to think about all the things that you had to do to get there. You had to arrange for time off work. You had to arrange for time away from family, right? So you might have had to do certain things, um, you know, take you away for this weekend or whatever, because I'm going to be gone for that one, or other plans or spending extra time before you go 
or whatever, a little negotiations, whatever, right? You might have had to squirrel away some money. You might have had to make reservations for flight or bus or uh, who knows, rent a car. You might have had to uh, uh, send in or go online and, and actually reserve and, and pay. All these little things that had to be done to get there, right? And then the reminder was, you're not here by accident. You did very specific things to get here, right? You're already, you already know what the process is. And you're certainly willing to work the process when there's things that you want. I don't care if it's that new car, new job, that new girlfriend, boyfriend, the new used car, whatever it is, right? The new TV, the new whatever, right? You already know the process to work. The question is, is why are you only using it intermittently and not for the things that you really say that you want, right? Because the process is establish a goal firmly in your mind. Be able to see it as clearly as possible. Want it more than you want oxygen. Create a plan. Test the plan. If the plan fails to produce the result, re-examine re the plan. You were missing something or something about the plan is flawed. The goal or dream is never flawed. You can't dream something that you don't know exists. You can't dream something that's not possible for a human being. You might not be able to do it all yourself, but it's not possible. It is absolutely not possible. Now, can you accomplish that thing in your lifetime? I want to live on Jupiter. Okay. You're never going to hear me say you can't. How are you going to make it happen is what you're going to hear me say. Okay. And can it be done in your lifetime? Okay. So the plan, right? And then you work the plan. It would also be helpful if you established review points. That's where Sanmitsu turns into something in Japanese called Kaizen, right? It's a, it's a progress, uh, uh, development, uh, forward moving kind of, uh, uh, process, right? It's the Sanmitsu with a, with a review stage, right? And, um, it would also be helpful if you established a deadline. Okay. Stop being vague. I'm a walking, talking example of these lessons. Okay. Are there other areas that I should or could focus on? You know, could I be losing weight faster? Could I be doing other things? Yeah, but you know what? Um, my, my team knows, right? I have a butt ton of goals. But in any given year, I can only work on four or five of them. So this year, I had to drop a couple of things that I've been working on over the last couple of years because I was spreading myself too thin and I couldn't focus enough. So my current set, my current chief aim statement, and my 16, 16? Oh, if I just added one. Hold on a second. Uh, let's see. Over the past two weeks, I've added uh, at least two. 
17, sorry, I just added one here a couple of days ago. So 17 uh, affirmations that have everything to do uh, with success, with um, uh, the, the, the schools and, and the other stuff that I'm working on, uh, time with family and, and how I can help to benefit family, uh, things I'm doing with donations and want to be doing uh, with helping uh, underprivileged people and stuff like that. Uh, you know, I, all these things are a reflection of that, right? But I had to narrow my focus to four or five things that if I get this stuff right, then, well, not it's not an if I get this stuff right, right? When it clicks into place, I will be able to manifest 16 of the things, uh, 16 of the 17 uh, affirmations. The 17th affirmation is um, I uh, have full faith um, on the processes that I'm using to produce uh, the, the goals and, and outcomes. Okay, so that's the science of success. Okay? I have full faith in the uh, science of success and its processes to produce the results that I'm looking for, right? So, and everything's spoken in present tense. And so that's where this stuff kind of comes in, right? So. You don't have to be a Miko student. You don't even have to understand Sanmitsu that much um, to really get this, right? What you do need to understand is the power behind uh, some of this stuff, right? So the power behind being able to visualize the, the end result of the goal, right, as though it were already happening, right, being able to see it in your head. And I don't care if that's um, having earned your black belt. Stop wanting to be. Stop striving to be. You will always strive, right? You're going to be doing the work and all that, right? Because you're going to be closing the gap between the dream and the, the, the work that's going to produce it, right? But stop thinking about things in the, in the future, right? The visualizations need to be, I am shaking my teacher's hand and they're tying the belt around my waist. Or I am teaching a class, and I'm wearing the belt, right? I can, I, I can walk past a mirror and see myself, right? I can see the belt around my waist, right? I can feel it, right? Snug against my body, right? It's that real, okay? I have full faith that I, I will be this thing, right? That I am this thing, right? I will have it by this time. My faith is so strong that I can see this before my eyes, I can feel it with my hands or on my body if in the case of a black belt, right? Um, and there, there's a date associated with it, that kind of stuff, right? Um, and, you know, I will, I will progress closer and closer to it, um, you know, as in, in regular intervals or with one of my, one of my things, it's, it's a certain amount of money. Right, because I, I have a bunch of goals that have to be taken care of uh, because of this thing. Right, I, I can't make these donations or build a school uh, in uh, you know in a in a uh, depressed area to help to to bring people up in potential and, and that kind of stuff. Right, if I don't have a certain amount of money to be able to do that, right. So I will have a certain amount of money by January first, twenty twenty three. Right, um, I will have this amount. Right. Um, and it will come to me in various amounts, right, along the way in exchange for, right, nothing for nothing, what I'm willing to give uh, and what I will be providing, which is mostly personal services. There's nobody not, there's nobody on this call that can't trade personal services for things, 
right, to get what you need, right? Um, time, effort, money, whatever, to get what you need, right? If you don't have certain ones of those, then you give others, right? Figure it out, right? That's what ninja do. You figure it out, right? But either way, right, you have to have it in your head. You have to, it has to be there, right? And you have to want that thing. You have to want it more than you want oxygen to breathe, okay? The feeling to not have it, right, is, is worse than the comfort that you feel not having. If it's not to that degree, figure out how to want it that badly, right? Or want some part of it that badly, or want what it's going to produce so badly, okay? And then you need to use the power of word, right? Speech, okay? So part of that is in, in developing a plan, right? But part of it also is in how you speak about things, right? So again, I've got this primary chief aim and I've got these uh, 17 now uh, positive affirmations and you can, you can do Google searches, right? You don't need to buy books and all that kind of stuff. You can do Google searches, right? You don't need to, to you know, jump onto our program or anything like that. You'll get there faster, but you don't need to, right? Do your Google searches and all that stuff, right? Figure it out, right? Um, do your search on, on positive affirmations, how they're, how they're written, how they're structured, right? What kind of wording to use, those kind of things, right? And say them regularly, okay? Minimum, twice a day, right? So you can't not know them, right? Um, some people I know record them and then play them while they're sleeping, right? I have other affirmations and recordings that I have that I do. Every night I go to sleep with my earbuds in my ear and these positive affirmations running, right? I get up the next day, right? And the reason I do it before I go to sleep and while I'm sleeping is it lets my subconscious mind work on the problem, work on things. How am I going to come up with this? How am I going to, right? Instead of sitting around trying to figure it out, I let, my, I let the part of my brain that's designed for that come up with it, right? Part of my affirmation is, and I, will, I, I am currently working plans to produce these results and am open to other plans as they come and will act on them as, um, as soon as they come to me, right? And that leads into the action, right? I must act on these things. Every day, I must work on these things, no matter whether or not I feel like it in that moment. Nobody ever said you had to like it, okay? Everybody wants the outcome, but nobody wants to do the work. Well, if you don't do the work, you don't get the outcome. It's just the way it is, right? As my teachers like to remind me or like to have reminded me, right? You can want a million dollars. But unless Aunt Minnie dies and wills you a million dollars, you ain't getting a million dollars unless you do the stuff that's necessary to produce it, right? And most of you don't have an Aunt Minnie, let alone an Aunt Minnie that has a million dollars. So how are you going to make it happen? Okay. The problem in, in, our, in our modern world that our spiritual ancestors, whether they were on the meditation side of things or they were on the, on the warrior side of things, the problem we have is we're too damn comfortable. They didn't have that. They had to figure it out. They had to make it happen. It was a part of everyday existence. We're too damn comfortable. It's too many distractions. So until the want and the desire and the outcome is stronger than the pull from the comfort, 
that you're currently experiencing, no matter to what degree. I don't have enough money for this. I don't have enough money to get the, to, to like get into the program. I don't have enough money. Okay. Two questions. One, what the hell are you spending your money on? And two, when are you going to go look for a job or how are you going to trade your personal services to get more of that which you want? I'm tired of hearing people that want to be this superhero ninja character. They want to have all the power that this art has to offer. But they do nothing but piss and moan and bitch and complain. Whine and cry. And I'm not telling you that I'm, I haven't cried. Because <laughs> there's been a lot of blood, sweat, and tears shed. Right? And again, I'm nowhere near. And my, my team knows. Because if they thought their eyebrows went up when I put my goals down, uh, yeah, mine too. Right? But anyway, I'm not here to talk about goal setting. I'm here to talk about the process for getting there, right? The, the art is at a point right now in, in history, right? The previous grandmaster is retired, right? Passed on to other people. But the art has become a martial arts choice among the martial arts choices in the conventional sense that most people think of martial arts. And very few of us are passing on all these other lessons that in the 21st century are more important than how well you can cut with a sword, right? How well can you cut with the sword of your intent and commitment through the bullshit or through the delusions or illusions that have been held up in front of us or to cut out the crap that we were taught that don't produce the results. They're nice little fluffy woo-woo kind of statements, but they don't produce results, right? When are you going to let the flames of your passion, desire, and commitment just freaking show and not give a shit who it scares off? When are you going to step on the damn accelerator? When are you going to pull the fucking trigger? Right? When are you going to stop pissing and moaning and bitching? Now, I'm not saying anything to you that my teachers didn't say to me and they didn't say anything to me that the grandmaster didn't say to them and the grandmaster didn't say anything to them that his teacher didn't say to him. And we all know the story about Takamatsu, right? His nickname as a, as a kid, you know, being bullied at school was Crybaby. And grandpa, grandpa kicked his ass every day after school, throwing him around the dojo until he could roll, leap, break, fall or whatever and not get broken. That took about a year. And it didn't matter if his nary ass was crying or not. Get up. Let's go again. Okay. Everybody fantasizes about being unbreakable. Nobody wants to do the work to become unbreakable. Everybody wants to have the money to be able to do whatever they want, go wherever they want, you know, buy whatever they want, right? Nobody wants to do the work or, or do the trade-off or figure out how to make that happen. They would rather piss and moan and, and march and petition or whatever to get the new mommy and daddy to give it to them. Right? I hate government control. I hate laws. But like, unless they give me like money, then like, I can't do it for myself. Really? What kind of shit is that? Ninja art. <laughs> well, you know the stories. Come on. Anyway. All right. I've talked enough about this. I'm not beating into the ground anymore. And I'm not passing on anything through this that my teachers didn't pass on to me. So 
Again, everybody wants it. They just don't want to hear the tough stuff. They don't want to do the hard work. You know, what I heard long ago was drop the damn baby magic, right? Stop believing that you can have something if you just wish hard enough and blow out all the candles with one puff. Or if you just spring, somebody, you know, Tinkerbell comes flying into the room and sprinkles pixie dust on you and waves a fucking magic wand. Stop believing in that bullshit. Okay. Success leaves clues. There are all these processes. They're timeless. I don't care if you're, you're reading the science of success that Napoleon Hill put out or the, was it the keys to success that a guy named, uh, Waddles? James Waddles, I think he did the turn of the century, right? Or you do Mikyo, or you do Kaizen. It's all the same. And everybody that's successful went through the same path. And those who didn't, right? Maybe lied, cheated, and steal, or stole, or whatever, right? There's there, there's a percentage, right? 10, 20, 10, 20%. I, I'm betting on the 10% side. Because in every occupation, in every endeavor, right? Um, every Here's the funny thing. Everybody's worried about the rich guy who screwed people over, but who's more likely to lie, steal, cheat, manipulate things or whatever? The guy who has money that, or who has the success or has whatever, right? To do things, right? Who's gotten there or the person who wants it doesn't want to do the work and is always looking for shortcuts. Who's more likely to cheat the system? Don't answer. Don't answer. You know, I know. Okay. Anyway, James, I'm gonna I'm gonna unlock you. I'm gonna pull you out of your little. <laughs> hey, look, it's James. <laughs> What's up, dude? Any questions, comments, complaints? You might tell me that I'm like screwed in the head. No, <clears throat> not a whole lot. Comment wise. Uh, Mike and Jen are on watching said hi. Um, hey, Mike. Hey, Jen. Get back to class. Hopefully, they're feeling better. There, there was another COVID outbreak. Uh, uh, yeah, so um, anyway, hopefully, I'll send them back again either this week or next. I'm sure one of them will answer you soon. <laughs> <laughs> Is that it? Just Mike and Jen? Just that Julia said she didn't get notified, I guess, that you went live, wanted to know what she missed, but she'll have to catch the recording. Absolutely. More yeah. the podcast. Sorry. I don't know what happened because I sent out an email at eight o'clock. That's the last, uh, last chance thing. Uh, Restream sends things out. Um, often things get filtered by Facebook if that's where you're looking because um, Facebook only shares somewhere between six and 16% of anyone's post out there at all. Right. And so there's no rhyme or reason because they're trying to get us all to like pay to boost things. So guess what? I want more success. So I'm willing to pay for it. So I've been dropping 10 bucks, 20 bucks here, whatever there on different posts and whatnot. And, uh, uh, Kuden, I don't think I got it set up in time to, to boost it this time, but that's just looking for other subscribers. So, um, what else? That's about it. She also said liked and shared, which brings up a good point we were talking about. Make yeah, yeah, people yeah. that like, share, hit subscribe. Yeah, you know what? We have to do a contest. We have to do a contest, right? Get people to like and share. 
if you like things, if you share things, take a screenshot of the fact that you did it or whatever. Um, we'll do a drawing or whatever. Um, let's do that for um, for for Kuden in general. Um, moving forward with this episode, if you can get uh, like it, share it, get the stuff out. Um, we'll put people's name into a uh, into a thing, and um, next week, let's see, we'll draw it for. What should we do? Um, you know what? Let's give away uh, a copy of the Ninja Mind uh, 10-week program. That's pretty significant, yeah. right? That's a – what is that? Depending on whether it's on sale or not, right? But I think the retail value is like 500 bucks. So um, we'll see if the person who wins it, like, actually uses it. <laughs> and I want to chuckle at this stuff because – you know, anymore, it's just, it's, it's funny the number of people that want one thing, but act so contrary. Right. And yeah. you can't blame me. I mean, you can blame the messenger. You can hate me for it and whatnot, but I'm passing on stuff that is, um, 1600 to 2500 years old. Right. And that's just in from one thing. There's other stuff that goes behind it for another shit, 1500 years. Right. All this yeah. esoteric stuff and all that that's been making people successful for eons right not eons not i-a-n-s like some guy <laughs> named john right um yeah so um but you know it's it's in the nature of human beings human beings have been trying to deny nature from the very beginning right <laughs> so if we deny it you know then and then maybe our fantasies and our dreams will come true shit is what it is people are surprised about um the stuff that's going on, you know, in the Ukraine and stuff now. I've been watching this shit come together for 10 years. Sooner or later is going to happen. Mm. It's the nature of human beings, right? And the reality and the stuff that we're talking about moving forward with, right? Um, martial arts skills in the conventional sense that everybody's focusing on, it's not going to protect your family when the rockets are landing in your city. Right? right. Understanding... Um, understanding uh, what I call the uh, triangles of life or the pyramids of life and things like that uh, when a building is collapsing and how to find um, space and how to find food and how to survive against uh, your neighbors that didn't have any forethought and plan and now they ran out of food and they're going to come kick your door in uh, and take stuff and how do you protect your family and how do you get out of a, of a, of a location like that all that kind of stuff this is all needed to Right. This is all this is this is the stuff that keeps coming around again, right? And I, I feel I feel bad for our, our Buchenkan um members and stuff that are both in the Ukraine and in Russia. Because I'm sure they didn't ask for this stuff. Right? But it's not about asking for things, it's about being able to adapt and, and, and meet the challenges and survive in the face of them. So you know, success is gonna be something different. All the time. I mean, success, March 11th, almost a year ago, March 11th for me and my family was getting everybody out, including the pets, without, you know, succumbing to fire and smoke. Right. So that was success. Right. And being able to do the things that needed to be done and then successfully navigating the insurance uh, companies and stuff instead of bitching and moaning. We've had our little moments where, you know, whatever, but I just have to shake my head and go, you know what? I, I warned my insurance adjuster the first time I talked to him. I'm going to follow your lead, but just know that I've sat on both sides of the table in insurance situations. So 
you'll always get truth from me, but I'm highly suspect on your end. And this has nothing to do with you as a person. As a private investigator, I work both sides. So that's knowledge and experience and whatnot. And I'm not going to sit back and I'm not going to feel like a victim, but at the same time, I'm not going to bully my way through because that doesn't work either. Right. So having negotiation skills and, and whatnot. Right. So we've had to survive uh, those kind of things and third party companies doing their thing and uh, whatever. Right. Had to survive all kinds of things. Right. Um, so anyway, what else we got? Well, it's mostly it. Julia said she really enjoys these vids. Oh, good. Uh, good. Me too. I enjoy doing them. If I didn't, I wouldn't. Okay. But I really do um, feel obligated to pass this art on. I'm certainly not doing it um, to be like the guy, right? There's plenty of people out there that are trying to convince you that they're the guy, right? Um, I, well, we'll see what happens here over the next year, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, a lot. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, um, okay. So let's do this. Um, yeah. So um, let's do it. I don't want. I don't want to do the drawing just next week, right? Because I'm. I, I want to get more people involved in this and stuff. So let's say. Uh, let's see. We'll include. Uh, promoting this episode, well, all the previous episodes, right? The episode coming up, and then we'll draw the next one. Okay, so what will that be? That will be Monday the 14th. Nope, not the 14th. I'm on the wrong month. <laughs> Monday the, yeah, 14th. <laughs> February, March are the same. So, kudet on the 14th, right? So, can you make a note there, James, that we will uh, pull a name, mm -hmm. right? Um now, here's the caveat. I'm not giving away a $500 program when only one person is playing. So, we have to have a minimum of 10. Okay? So, tell all your friends. Get them to tell us their, their, uh, thing, their hat in the ring kind of thing, right? And uh, I'm willing to put my money where my mouth is. One, I know the Ninja Mind program is freaking phenomenal. Um, and it's the non, that's the non, how do I want to say that? It doesn't come across sounding spiritual because um, it's very much like the uh, first seven steps on the path of a Buddha. Um, it's very much like the Mikio programs and stuff like that. But I just use everyday words. We're just, we're just. Mm -hmm. It's just, it's in, it's in plain talk, right? Um, but it's the, it's the way it's, it's all this, this stuff that, um, it's not belief. It's not, um, it's not here. Learn these lessons and then be able to recite them back. And that makes you sound smart. Okay. These are the things that are just second nature. And it's the way, it's the way a ninja views the world, right? So at least it's a first step before we get into the Kuji and the Goshimbo and the Godai Norin and the Kuji and, and those kind of things, right? So, yes, Virginia, there is more to the art than Kamai and Ski and Rolling. 
and swords and sticks and all the trappings that, that, you know, attract everybody, right? Everybody wants the full power. You want the full power, then you want to be a Jonin, not just a Ganyan. Okay, Ganyan are guys that are sent out to get things, but they're also the most expendable. Okay, except they're the ones that the movies are made about. Hmm. Interesting, huh? I really want to be that, but like I've got arthritis and me too. Okay. I don't want to be that. I have some of those skills. Okay. I also have skills for managing people and selecting the right talent, whether they know it or not. Right. <laughs> and all that kind of stuff. Right. And then I'm also connected in other places and, you know, but well, I can't say that I'm not living the dream because I'm living the dream of a past me. But I'm not living this version dream. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Yep. Okay. okay. Anyway. All right. Hopefully, again, this is valuable to more than just Julia. There's lots of people that jumped on. I must have bored them in the first 30 seconds, 20 seconds, whatever, and they jump back off or who knows, right? Whatever. Um, I'm here to help whoever's here to get help. Um, but I learn at the same time too, right? So um, anyway, James, do you have anything to throw on top of this bonfire? You're looking kind of <laughs> jacked for that. <laughs> I, see a, I see a hung a backdrop. Was that to keep the, the uh, home office uh, things out of the way too? You're not in the basement, yeah. right? I threw, I put myself in the basement. <laughs> I can't wait to get my home office back. I swear to God. Uh, and, and you know, there's there's blessings to everything, right? I mean, you know, um, uh, I, I think I just, I think I shared it. I have to double check and make sure it went out. I, I ran into a, a article today uh, that was published in Psychology Today, right? Um, that. It was this uh, psychiatrist that was talking about the damage done by uh, political correctness and the fact that science is proven. This is this is this is for all those who like to tell me that I deny the science. Right. Um, it's amazing how much science is denied by people that tell that are pointing out everybody else who denies the science. Right. But um, uh, the fact that we need like gut wrenching. Um, life threatening, challenging, and I don't mean like threatening, like somebody's trying to shoot you or whatever. It doesn't have to be like that, right? But like knock down, drag out kind of experiences to develop high levels of self esteem and confidence, right? How the hell can you say that you have confidence if you've never accomplished anything of of your own accord, right? How do you know your own self value until you like accomplish things and, and overcome major, major obstacles, right? And are willing to like keep fighting to your last breath because it's all you got and you don't want to die, right? Think about all the, not, not just knowledge. A lot of people, do, you know, I don't, I don't know very much. Really? You've had no life experiences. Well, like all I had, you know, like I've been divorced twice. Really? Wow. And then you know how to get navigate a, a, a relationship that's falling apart. You know how to navigate a divorce. You know how to get on with your life and you know how to be okay. And you're still breathing. 
Okay. One of my guys, one of my new guys, he's a he's a, a retired Navy vet. We man, I've just enrolled a couple bunch of vets here lately, right? Marine, Navy, Army, whatever, right? But anyway, um, somebody was saying something today, and he whips open his his gi jacket. It's just a blank T-shirt underneath, right? But he whips it open like there's a Superman ass, right? And he goes, "But did it kill you?" He just must have a T-shirt that says, "Yeah, but did you die?" Right? That kind of thing, right? Um, me, I want to have one that says, "Nobody ever said you did. Nobody ever said you had to like it," right? But th these are the kind of things, right? Yeah, I, I know how terrible it was. But what did you learn from it? And you're still alive. You're still here. You didn't die. Holy shit, that's a lot to brag about. Right? They tried to do this to me, and I'm still here. And I'm still pissing them off because they're still not getting from me what they wanted, which was total enslavement and obedience. Methinks they didn't know who that was, and methinks they still don't know who I am. And I'm okay with that. Okay. So anyway. All right. One of my addictions. <laughs> <laughs> That's not good for you, Sensei. I know. How boring would life be if I only did stuff that was good for me? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Anyway, nothing else. Uh, Mike just asked if you could elaborate on the dreams of a past me. Yeah. One of those dreams was to be, uh, I'm going to admit it, one of those dreams was to become Soke. To get it passed on to me. Damn it, I fell short. I'm only a Daishian. Okay, I dreamed of being uh, a high-level not just a black belt in ninjutsu. My first goal was to be a fifth don in ninjutsu. James, ask me why it was fifth don. Why was it fifth don? That was the highest rank available. At that time. And then it became tenth don. Why was it tenth don? Go ahead. Because <laughs> that's what we said, say, I just more yeah. dons. <laughs> and then it became Judan Kumenkyo. I know. Everybody says 15th on. Okay. You know, I never made it to 15th on. I jumped from 13th to Daishian. I did a lot of jumping, but then I also did a lot of freaking, a lot of time between ranks too. Because it wasn't important. The knowledge was important. Also, I've had my body tweaked in different directions. But, um, yeah. So, um, uh, one of my dreams was um, a mutually beneficial relationship, marriage. Like I saw, um, it was a TV show that I, that I remember seeing. Uh, I think it was in the 70s, but maybe it was in the 80s. It was called Heart to Heart. You ever see that? Uh, uh, Robert Wagner and Stephanie. I can't remember. Anyway. Um, he was wealthy. It had nothing to do with wealthy, right? He was wealthy. Uh, she was his wife. I don't even remember how they met, right? Uh, you know, they investigated murders and all that. It was just this thing. But it wasn't about the show. It wasn't about that they were detectives. And I would never want to be, I would never want to be friends with the hearts next door because people all around them were getting fucking killed. <laughs> so, it's kind of like I wouldn't want to live in, in, uh, uh, 
what the hell's that place with Murder, She Wrote, right, in that little dinky town in Maine, which doesn't exist, by the way. Um, but I wouldn't want to be her friend either because everybody around her is, like, dying, right? So, But it wasn't about that. It was the dynamic of this married couple, right? They weren't like the damn sitcoms where they hate each other, so there's just back-and-forth nitpicking shit, right? It wasn't like he worked all the time and she cooked and they had that kind of relationship, right? They They had their own lives that they did – um, and we're very successful at, she did a bunch of altruistic things and, um, you know, foundation things and whatnot. And he had his company to run and that kind of thing, but they truly enjoyed, um, spending time together. Um, they were always making plans, having adventures and that kind of thing. And it took me, um, four to get to number one. And my wife and I have that kind of relationship. She's very strong and powerful in her own realm, right? She just, um, uh, got her doctorate, um, uh, doctorate in education, I think, right? But she has a master's degree in in uh, business administration, uh, healthcare. She has a uh, bachelor's in, shit, I don't even know what that's in. She has an uh, associate's in surgical technology. Very, very successful in her own realm. I do my thing, right? Uh, we plan these little weekend getaways. We're going to be doing, we're going to be on a cruise the first week in May because it's important to us that we get away. We both love going and seeing historical things and doing little adventures and all kinds of things like that. So I'm living that dream. Okay. Um, whatever. Okay. Cool stuff. Uh, I don't know. I'd have to think about some of the other ones because they're foregone conclusions anymore. Right. Um, I don't know, was that helpful? Who asked that? Mike? Yes. Mike who? Oh, Mike Votel? Vo mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. Um, at one point, right, I was living the dream of being a private investigator, a licensed private investigator, right? Um, at one point, I was living the dream of being a police officer and protecting people from danger, and then that wasn't enough because I wasn't being able – I wasn't able to do enough, Right. With this, I'm able to do enough, and I, I found that more people are being attacked by conventional wisdom and what one of my teachers used to call the dragons of, dragons of ignorance and desire um, than they are being attacked by guns, knives, and fists. So I'm, I'm really glad that I found this kind of a thing. Um, uh I have a semi-successful martial arts school. I, I mean, I think it's it's more successful than it was back in November, mid-October, coming out of that crap, right? Um, it was holding its own for a while, but uh, a lot of you know that I, I pissed myself off because I realized just to what degree I forgot the lessons and stopped living to my potential. And I started thinking, speaking, and acting like the people around me. You don't want to piss me off in that direction. <laughs> very little does. Very, very little does. Most of life is, is negotiable, right? But, and I hold myself to standards that are way higher than I hold anybody else to. I hold, people, I hold my closest students to really high standards, but nowhere close to what I hold myself to. But, um, yeah. I'll leave it going with that. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, this is one of the first times I'm like dressed in like a warrior concepts kind of thing because I ran out of dojo after the 
intro class I had with a doctor that I just enrolled um, to uh, get over here for, for this thing. The internet's better here. As a matter of fact, I just, uh, his intro and I had another info call today. Not nearly enough. The phone's not ringing nearly enough for me. Um, but then again, it will be here soon because we've got 10 people at the dojo that I'm running through that uh, instructor training program um, this time around. Hopefully other people will jump on next time around. Um, and, you know, I, I didn't even, I, I irritated myself today because I don't have the page set up yet to offer the virtual version for everybody out in the world that might want to do um, this instructor training program, which is not about how to do the moves, right? It's about how to use other parts of the ninja, ninja's mindset and ninja, uh, ninja Hachimon and things like that to be the kind of martial arts teacher that people dream of finding. Right, being able to influence people's lives and being able to to uh, affect them in the way that at least I was affected. I mean, I you know I, I consider myself extremely lucky to have found the, the instructors that I found. Of course, I also don't run away if they get mean with me because I'm an, if I'm an ass and I'm just being stupid and I I don't realize just how much other people's philosophy ruined me in an attempt to make me feel good about myself. Um, whatever, right? Um, uh, yeah, so, but not everybody is, is cut out to have that tip of the boot love kind of thing, right? It's scary. It is what it is, though. <clears throat> not as bad as one of the mentors I have. I need a bunch of money so I can go to a castle in Scotland. <laughs> That'll be an experience. <laughs> <laughs> He's had people freaking have go into seizures and throw up and all kinds of stuff. So, no doubt. If he's not going to touch me, he's got nothing over my stepdad. <laughs> so, but then again, you know, I, I, if anybody's listened to episode 68 and I talk about that kind of situation, um, I've also been in things in my life that um, I have to credit him for. Not because he taught me anything, but because I, if I, I survived that. Had he not done those things to me, I don't know that I would have survived some of the things that uh, I've survived mentally, physically, emotionally, spiritually. So I have to give credit where credit is due. So uh, hate did get transmuted into love. Gotta love somebody that gives you all the lessons you need to be successful. No matter what you say, James. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, um, all right. If, if people don't have anything else, then I'm going to go ahead and wrap this up because there's no sense in drawing it out. So uh, if anybody wants information about the upcoming instructor training program, it is a 10-week program. Uh, it kicks off. Yes, pun intended. I'm tired of saying pun. No pun intended. You know what? Fuck it. Pun intended. All right. So um, anyway. Um <laughs> Get this friend that, that posts really cheesy dad humor kind of pun jokes. And the one today I think was, um, I set my grandmother up on uh, social media, uh, and made sure her number was in my account and I named it Instagram. See, dumb stuff, right? Anyway, 
So it's just one of those things. It's like, oh, seriously, you did that again today. Anyway, uh, it's a 10-week thing. Uh, all the classes will be uh, recorded just in case. We can't make it no matter what. Um, but uh, we're doing it. Uh, I actually have to truncate this Saturday, so I'm going to be accelerating a bunch of the other lessons that have to be moved. Uh, so we're doing a, a workshop this Saturday to kick it off, and then every Wednesday at, uh, is it 7, James? 7 on Wednesdays? Okay. Um, yes, yeah, for nine weeks, ten weeks, something like that. And then there's a uh, another Saturday uh, workshop kind of thing uh, where there's a test. And um, people will get certificates and all that wonderful stuff. But it will make you a fantastic communicator. It will learn. It will um, it will it will learn you things. It will, <laughs> it will teach you. Uh, I will teach you how to. Um, to speak other people's listen in a way that you can more quickly and easily get what you want, help them get what they need, uh, help both of you get over mental blocks and miscommunications and things like that. Uh, it'll help parents uh, teach kids uh, better and faster. Uh, and for those who are or want to be martial arts instructors, um, it will teach you things that people that, that, are martial arts instructors or want to be martial arts instructors in other realms um, never even considered were necessary. They just think that, you know, you learn the moves, get a black belt, get out there and teach the same stuff. Just because you can do it doesn't mean you're good, going to be a good teacher and have the ability to help other people get it. Right. So, and remember, here's the, here's the big thing. You know what? We have a, James, we have a, um, there was a webinar that I did a long, long time ago before I did the first online version of that um, instructor training program. Um, and like one of the lessons that I taught during that was um, every class that you teach, um, all your students are either one step closer to black belt or one step closer to the door. Right. Remember that mm -hmm. one? Um, we should, we should get that webinar out here in the next uh, day. Um, okay. If we can find that and let me know what the link is. Because um, I, I might have to change the ending because it was offering the program right. then, right? We just need to we need to alter that ending a little bit, um, and then just we'll just give it out to, for free. I think that's like an hour, hour and a half training, um, right. for instructor training um, that we we just gave away, leading into right. If you really want to know more, right, then you know you can do this full program. Um, but yeah, let's let's find that. That's on the instant teleseminar side of things. If you can find that, that'd be awesome. Uh, and if not, okay. I'll try to get it. Uh, but yeah, let's give that away in, in, over the next day, right? That's a easily a five hundred dollar training. Um, so yeah, let's let's do that. Um, so I'm, I'm glad it did like just go on for a couple more minutes. All right. So anyway, so uh, and then you and I will talk um, on Wednesday about um, with the rest of the team about how to how to structure the the, the giveaway and stuff and okay. give people. Because um, we'll, we'll make up little one-liners or whatever that people can can share out um, to everybody. Because sometimes people want to help, but they don't know how to help beyond liking and sharing. And sure. liking and sharing um, on Facebook anymore, that requires no work whatsoever. And people just, they see it. They see the number of likes and all that kind of stuff. But that doesn't say the same thing on the thing as, you know, you posting what you liked about it or making a little snippet or, you know, 
uh, like what I what I would do for for certain uh, certain people or whatever is I'll, I'll post a comment like this is really cool training, but what he said at like two and a half minutes to to four twenty or whatever, right? That hit home. That kind of thing, right? That um, that kind of stuff really wakes people up because then they want to know what the hell do you say at two and a half minutes to four twenty, right? But now they know what kind of value you got out of it instead of just like, oh, he's cool, man. Good teacher. Yay. Right? I hate testimonials like that. What I want is a case study, right? What didn't you know going into it? And how did the training transform you? And now what are you able to do as a result of it? So I, I'm not a big fan of testimonies, right? Sensei's great. Sensei's good. Sensei trains with steel and wood. Right? <laughs> 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 Tell me how it helped. Tell everybody else how it helped, right? I mean, that's that's the thing. So anyway, we'll we'll work out the the contest details. Uh, we'll finalize them on Wednesday and toss them out to everybody. But in the meantime, if you're liking and sharing, do that, and then you know, send us a picture of the fact that you did it or whatever, right? I want to do one uh, coming up. We'll do a contest on. We'll pick a technique or whatever, and I'll demonstrate it, and then I want to see how many different. Uh, uh, variations or contexts people can put that technique in right that'd be cool mm. to do uh, yeah. as a way to do it as well and then they just do a hashtag for whatever the contest thing is or whatever get that stuff out there that'd be cool too right so anyway Absolutely. yeah <laughs> and i think i think we're going to spend a lot of time on wednesday too talking about the uh the uh samurai camp uh that i want to oh. do yeah where we'll really be looking at uh, like all that historical stuff, how to wear the clothing, how to wear the sword, how to, you know, how to draw it, cutting, uh, different, different aspects, military classes on, uh, classical military, uh, uh strategy and, and that kind of stuff. Things that samurai would have gone through. And I, I tell you about that, um, a couple of years ago, uh, when I was in Japan, uh, this one, this TV series about this old Japanese, uh, this old samurai family, right? Um, had become popular on Japanese TV. And uh, like I, I caught wind of this and they had just finished building a museum. It's this little dinky freaking village on top of this mountain. I mean, I'd take like this bus on a muddy road and all kinds of stuff. Took a couple of students there, right? Nobody spoke English or whatever, but because of the TV show, the, the town, the little village was playing off of this thing. So they, they put up this, this uh, museum, right? To this samurai family, and there is a dojo there that is freaking ginormous. It looks like a small airplane hangar, right? It's that big, right? I've never seen anything that big, right? Um, sliding, overlapping, old wooden doors and stuff like that. But the dojo was designed for Yari and uh, Naginata work, hmm. right? That, that much work in it, right? And then there's a school attached to it. And it's only part of what used to be there a long, long time ago. But there's this small school section with these small rooms where these uh, samurai students would be learning literally about military history, military strategy, that kind of stuff. Really cool stuff, right? Yeah, that's cool. So, yeah, but that's that's kind of what, what had the idea of this ninja camp, or not ninja camp, because we do ninja camps, but a samurai camp, like an immersive kind of thing. Right. She got that idea from um, this one group that is doing um, uh, a camp for like knighthood. Same kind of lessons and all that, but I'm, my, my wife's reading all that stuff and hey, it's European stuff and it's cool, right? But man, my brain's going, oh, we could do that with like 
historical samurai stuff because people are into the history and all that, right? So, um, but that would be a cool thing as well. And oh, we yeah. could look at the, we could, uh, you know, people could could immerse themselves in like the 18 uh, levels of samurai uh, study, just like the 18 levels of ninja stuff. And then I'm sure people are going to go, but what about the ninja side of things? We fucking do three camps a year. Where the hell are you? <laughs> anyway, but yeah, anyway, so we, we could do some cool stuff like that, right? So anyway, that'd be cool. All right, I'm going to wrap this up. Uh, James, um, yeah, we'll, we'll do a little chat afterwards, but we got to get all this stuff closed out. So anyway, all right, I'll talk to everybody again next time. Uh, if you're interested in the virtual stuff, uh, the virtual instructor training kind of thing, send um, – send an email to uh, info at warrior-concepts-online.com and James will intercept it for me because that's what he does. And then uh, we'll get some information back to you and all that. Uh, but in the next day or so, I've got to get this page set up. All my in-house guys are just doing things through that, but I, I need to get this thing up. Uh, and it, it may not get any traction this time around unless people are absolutely dead set on doing it, in which case we'll We'll get the information to you. I don't know that we need a, a full-on website for it, but um, I've got to get a bunch of other things done. So that's it. I will talk to everybody again next time. And, uh, yeah, next Monday, unless something drastic happens, right? So we'll see you in the next episode of Kuden. Get more of Kuden Radio. Subscribe to your favorite podcasting site or subscribe at ModernNinjaWarrior.com.